This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week, we're talking about Edge of Tomorrow. We A.K.A. Sure live, die, repeat. Both, A.K.A. Both. All you need is kill. <laughs> all you need is kill. <laughs> you know, so if they didn't like live, die, repeat. The, the the edge of tomorrow is just generic claptrap, if you ask me. I know, yeah, I know. Well, it's stupid. I think Edge of Tomorrow was the original one. No, they, the, the, the original, original one is All You Need Is Kill. Oh. And the books, the book's title is All You Need Is Kill. Oh, I know. Well, anyway, this movie came out in 2014, directed by Doug Lyman. Lemon. Limon? Liman? I have no idea. Well, Limon is his, his cheap Mexican counterpart. Is <laughs> <laughs> <Es> muy bueno. <laughs> Written by Christopher McQuarrie, Jez Butterworth, starring Tom Cruise, Emily Blunt, Bill Paxton, and others. Was this was this last the last of Bill Paxton? I hope not. No, because he just well, I don't know. Time flies. I don't know. I also forgot mm-hmm. Brendan Gleeson. Uh, maybe his last movie, but he was in uh, Agents of Shield for a couple seasons. Right, right. Actually, okay. So he was in Training like Day that. in 2017. So yeah, I forget when was he passed. Yeah. Big love. Passed in uh, 2017. So all right, Alex, this is your movie. Uh, what? How did you get introduced to this? How was your first time watching this? Uh. It was a couple nights ago. Uh, I already knew, you know, I had interest in the movie. I already knew kind of what it was about. Uh, but for whatever reason, I didn't actually go out to watch it. I meant to, but it was one of those that I just can't remember why I didn't go. Because it, it's right up my alley. I like yeah. the movie. Spoilers. All right. It was cool. Um, Scott, you? This is one of those movies that kind of came and went. I feel like in the theaters and I, and yeah. I didn't see it. Uh, got some some good buzz, uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd never seen it. Uh, the only thing I really knew about it was that the the title got changed on it, <laughs> as, we, as we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it always looked interesting. So uh, watching this for the podcast was the first time. Okay, um, yeah, I did not see this in theaters, but I definitely saw this when it came out. This is probably like a red envelope. Uh, Netflix thing and I had no idea what to expect um, but back then I was just anything sci-fi action related I would get and I was pleasantly surprised I really liked it I had no idea what the premise was about it's a Tom Cruise action movie okay I'll watch it I didn't even know who Emily Blunt was at the time I don't know how much she had done before this um, but I really liked it um, but I did, I've only seen it the once maybe twice so this is the first time since it came out that I have seen it again hmm. and uh yeah, and the, and the the name of the movie always has been weird. People call it different things, and just stick with one. Right? Even if it's not the best, just stick with it. Yeah, it's just Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. 
All right. Well, let's each talk about it. Oh, wait. What do we do? Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's talk about it. <laughs> we each talk about seven items from the movie. Alex, lead us off. What's your number seven? Uh, my number seven, spoiler alert, is the uh, more or less forced happy ending in the movie. Uh, yeah. Like cliche, like Hollywood. I, I was getting... Because I know I haven't read the book, but I, you know, did a little research on it, and it kind of feels like that one has a downer ending. And I thought this one was gonna be like a bit of a downer ending too. Like, okay, he made this sacrifice and everything. He he knows he's not gonna come back from this one. He's not gonna loop, but he still goes out there and saves the day despite you know losing his life. And then nope, uh, for whatever reason, this is what I really hate is that even repeating the day still killed the transmitter but i guess yeah if the transmitter's dead you know how it can't like send itself back in time i don't i don't i don't know yeah it's confusing the uh i i'm pretty sure the reason they did it just so they could get one more shot of of her doing the planking (laughs) the the yoga yoga. pose yeah 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 Yeah. not that i'm complaining i didn't mind it (laughs) yeah But I'm pretty sure that's why they're like, oh, we haven't shown this enough. Let's let's do it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit much going back exactly. You know, the day where everybody's still alive, when he was supposed to have the meeting with the general, and then get in trouble with it, and like, ah, eh, nah. go to the general and save some time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I agree. Uh, just like you're saying, for just taking the easy way out. But mm-hmm. also, I think it's more interesting. Um, that that a he made the sacrifice, um, yeah. But also, if if he somehow still managed to survive, like what's next for him with with the whole big reset? Um, it, it kind of I don't know erases scrubs like all the the stuff he had to go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now he's he's full of that. Yeah, he he's got the. Uh the transmitter blood all up in him. So 80 years from now, when he dies of natural causes, is he going to wake up back in London? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. So it's like, oh, what is this bullshit? Nah. It's like a uh, Vandal Savage, but for... <laughs> yeah. Graphic yeah, if they were going to keep him alive, they, she should not have stayed alive. So he has to live with that, of having to see her. Right, right. Yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. yeah. part of the... Kind of the the hook to this movie. That's probably the more like devastating. Anyway, both die is bad, but not that. This having to live with seeing her die so many times and finally be the end. Mm -hmm. Just like she had to go through. Yeah, yeah, that would have been yeah continuing that cycle and the theme of the movie, which you know would have made sense. So let's get that out of there. (laughs) All right, Uh, Scott, number seven. Number seven was the robot zerglings. Uh, so they, they, I thought they were interesting enough, um, certainly in, in all the big action combat scenes. Uh, the, the way that they moved, um, they they kind of had a, a, I don't know, a liquid quality to them, um, even though they were mostly metal and uh, a little bit animalistic. Um, yeah, it, it was uh, like... like I mentioned reminded me of of the Zerg from Starcraft, uh, the, the way they just kind of mindlessly rush and they could burrow. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we start to get into a lot of bullshit 
real fast with the sci-fi stuff with the <laughs> you know the convenient explanations uh but i i thought they were serviceable um and they're they're fun to watch run around and, and do stuff uh so yeah it's my number seven the robot zerglings the what did you did you even say did they ever explain why they call them mimics by the way uh because i think the book called them that so <laughs> well that answers that <laughs> yeah i don't know but they're also my number seven but in a bad way once again our aliens are squid like creatures and i freaking hate that yeah come on people it's you not like just rat- humanoid rat-tars? or squids <laughs> you don't like yeah, tires i i yeah i agree it didn't feel wholly original yeah. Okay, well, I'm, they're much higher on my list, so I'll talk about the positive qualities later. <laughs> okay. Well, I thought they were but mostly yeah. positive, but not not super original either. Yeah. I said the design. I said every single time. It's humanoid or it's a squid, and it just pisses me off. I, so. I, I thought, I'll, I'll save it for Alex, cause in case you start talking about the alphas. But, uh... All right, what no, was that movie? A... Well, Sorry, did yeah, you guys see the movie with the... Uh, Aliens, they come down. They're trying to communicate with us, and it's got um. Uh, Et and also the one that also has. No, it's not Emily Blunt. It's uh, Amy Adams. Yeah, it's Amy Adams yes, and Jeremy yes. Renner. I think. Uh, what was that called? Oh, the Arrival. Arrival, yes. yes, yes. <laughs> not the Arrival. Sorry, Starring when it's Chuck Sheen. Sheen. It was uh, yeah. directed by Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, I love that movie, but once again. If I remember correctly, aliens had big, much legs and squid-like, and they were very squid-like. Yeah, no. they got to change up the aliens. Yeah. All right, uh, Alex, number six. My number six is, and this is a positive. I lo- in these, you know, groundhog type of movies, I love seeing all the fails. <laughs> it, it, those montages were great. Uh, him running towards uh, what's her face? I forgot her name in the movie. Emily Blunt. Rita. Rita <laughs> running after that. Yeah. The fucking truck just nails him and his head comes flying off. Uh, uh, and I love, I love all seeing all those. And then they don't show a montage of it, but like they just show him like blindly shooting, like behind his back, completely nailing everything because he's done it so many times. So I like both of the, like the before and after are always, always co- enjoyable to watch to me. Yeah, more yeah. more to say about that down for the list. Yeah, I agree. Jeff, Jeff, Scott, sorry, Scott, number six. <laughs> I was talking, but I was on mute. Damn it, Scott, number six. Uh, so number six is is Rita and the Sword. Um, I don't know how much sense it actually made. Uh, I, I was reading a little of the trivia. Um, in in one way, it makes a lot of sense because if you run out of ammo, then you've got a sword. but I didn't see how like it was it was effective for the plot Uh, you actually see the the mimics move around they're very fast and it just just didn't seem like the sword would be that effective yeah uh, it wasn't like a special like uh, electrified or anything like that right 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 it's like a Final Fantasy sword it's like a big piece of metal yeah Uh, but I, I did think it was cool um, if anything, mm-hmm. they should have done more with it. Uh, but but yeah. I did think it was like probably the most interesting thing that they were doing with the mech suits uh, was have her use that sword. 
just the, the kind of contrast of super high tech and and medieval uh, was was I, I thought it was interesting. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, my number six is Bill Paxton and the gang. I, I love obviously Bill Paxton and his stuff was all really great. Uh, um, just some of the stuff with the gang, especially the dude was going balls out literally, and he, he was getting <laughs> smashed by the spaceship that Lant crashes on him. I yeah, done all we that made stuff. it. Yeah, and then repeating the same. I see a dead man in that suit. Just all, I don't know. I just, stuff always cracked me up. And then Tom Cruise, like, you know, some of the montage like repeats where he's just covering up the card game and just coming up with stuff. I like I like that whole interaction with those guys, even though. Didn't really pay out that well. I mean, you know, at the end, they kind of hook up with them, but nothing really happens. They all kind of, like, die right away, so. J-Squad. J yeah. Yeah. But the Bill Paxton stuff was great. And then uh, that guy keep getting squashed. It's cracking me up. So that's my number six. Alex, which number five? My number five is uh, the scene at the farm. Uh, it, it slowed down things a bit, so it's not all you know action in your face all the time. And it got a, a chance for uh, some cruises character's name is that Cage. Yeah, a Cage and Rita to just have like an like an honest moment and everything. And it turns out, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, yeah, he's trying to just save her life, convince her not to go because this is as far as he can get her. No matter what he tries, she dies. Uh, but he hasn't tried just leaving her at the farm so that, you know, in the basement with food and everything. Uh, but she doesn't want to. And she ends up dying. Again. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I like that scene. All right, Scott. Number five. All right. Uh so the they they did some weird things with the 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 time skip edits um you know you have the montages and, and those were, were fun for the most part um and then things slow down uh especially when they're they're trying to get to the dam and he finds the coffee and and she figures it out that they've they've been there before um it just the movie jumped around in a few places uh, where it was a little jarring. Um, and I, I don't know. I feel like they could have paced it out better. Um, I, I get that we didn't need to see that, like him go to the, that farmhouse multiple times. Yeah, every permutation of him getting there. Right, right. Yeah, we, we definitely didn't see that at that point. Um, mm-hmm. But it seemed like a, a weird point in the movie to be like, okay, well, this time they they did it um, to like kind of hide it from the audience. Uh, yeah, it just it, it felt a little cheap, <laughs> I guess. Because uh, I kind of liked it though, because yeah. it, it threw you off. It felt like okay, they're going a long way without dying, and then it's not until like what Alex revealed when she he knows too much about how she likes her coffee that she figures yeah, it out. So. Like oh shit. Well, yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. like pretty obvious when he tells her to not to forget to unhook the trailer that's like right at the beginning that that was mm-hmm. 
Right? That's That was like, okay, they just passed. They finally got off the battlefield, and that was like one of the first things. So I I figured the trailer part they had done again, but I didn't figure they had gotten that far. and it, Right. So, so that was either the, mm-hmm. like the first time or he was just playing it out again or letting it play out again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So then, then all yeah, of a sudden he, they're at the farmhouse. Like, yeah, it was just... But but I mean they did that at a few points where he he kind of goes to that like emotional roller coaster, um, and then they 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 slow it down to have him play things out again. And I don't know I I I just felt like it could have been done better. Um, yeah, again, the, especially the farmhouse stuff, it just felt uh, a little like hey, we're just going to pull one over in the audience. Like it, it only served the the story all that well. Fair enough. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I disagree, but fair enough. Yeah. Um, my number five is the mech suits. I, I did like them. They they were not over the top, and they didn't explain them really. I mean, at the beginning, a little montage of every getting Tom Cruise is talking about them and everything. But and they weren't super big. They weren't super small. I liked them. And I'm not a big mech warrior mech stuff fan, but I, I liked them in this. They seem plausible. How about that? Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. the stuff in the big dinosaur robot fighting movie that you guys keep making me watch, the that seemed like a little too big. <laughs> With the one what? that Vince McMahon controls, brr, that one. No, oh, no, no, Pacific no. Rim. There you go. <laughs> I was gonna say Dino Riders, cartoon from the nineties. <laughs> no, I, I was trying to think of something from Kung Fury, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Kaiju and Jägermeisters. What was it? <laughs> yeah. Kaiju and Jägermeisters. That's right. Yeah. That's actually that's the name. Of, that's yeah. actually the name of the sequel, Jeff. <laughs> uh, so, Soju and Jägermeister. I like that version better. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I like the mech suits in this. Pretty cool. Um. All right, uh, Alex, number four. Uh, my number four is the assault on the Louvre. The Louvre. Uh, that whole sequence is cool uh, them getting there getting shot down again uh, landing fighting the way over to the other wait was that the same plane that was down where they got on the on the thing or another one I couldn't tell yeah I can't remember uh, honestly no, yeah I, I, think was, I was actually wondering yeah, about that I think Cruz uh, or Cage got stuck in the one and it crashed way far away and then he got back to the other guys and then he said, look at that one. I think that's what happened. But anyways, yeah, it uh, it was cool. It didn't have to fly. They had that whole sequence. They kept kept losing chase squad members left and right. Um, I just liked that that whole action scene. It was cool. It was, it was, it really felt like a, like the last, uh, Last ditch effort for everybody, it especially felt, since yeah he lost the he lost the time skip blood. Yeah, it felt it, it reminded me of Gears of War actually that last sequence. Hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, country. <laughs> forgot about that. Oh, 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 I missed that with game. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Scott. I did. I didn't realize Admiral Ackbar was in. Gears <laughs> 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 of War. Oh, that's a trap, <laughs> Marcus. 
Right. Anyway, you say I don't have a good voiceover as that guy who like does a million voices. Uh, so that <laughs> Mel Blank, the man of a thousand voices. Yeah, uh, that, that's Scott, actually number four. John Maggio. Um, uh, number four is is the suits. Yeah, like I, I like that they they did have this kind of low tech, high tech feel to them. Or yeah, they were high tech, but they weren't like these full on massive suits. They, they were still kind of clunky. Yeah. Um, but it was cool the things they were doing with them, uh, with with the the guns in the back, uh, the fact that they were able like you're strong enough to like push cars around and things like that, um, and it clearly increased the durability of an individual soldier. Uh, it, was, it was cool. Um, apparently, helmets are useless. Again, going back to Gears of War, <laughs> mm-hmm. Just bandana is all you need. Yeah, bulletproof bandana. Um. Hey, um, <laughs> do you think it was weird that you had to like hit a reload button when you don't really do anything? Like, why would your suit need to? Have, why would you have to push a button to reload when it can just do it automatically for you? Yeah, that, that did feel weird because I, I once I actually showed him figuring it out where he like reaches down to grab the clip from his like leg slot or whatever. Uh. But before that, just him pushing the button. Yeah, it's like the audience yeah. was like, "What the hell is going on here?" Like, I guess she's she's not doing it right. It's like no, he actually has to like physically reload, like when he's pushing the button. Yeah, he has to manually do it. Okay, I guess I missed mm-hmm. that part then. So there's like yeah. one shot yeah. of him like after he's like done all the training, where he like reaches down to his leg and like slides the clip in. Yeah, he hits like the reload ready button, and then this leg opens up. Robocop style, and he just slams down his arm to reload. Yeah, right there. Did Robocop have to reload? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I don't think I, don't, I ever I did see him reload. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Ash from Evil Dead. Yeah, his his gun shot like twelve rounds per trigger pull. So I don't, I don't know. It was it was the future, except yeah. not yeah. anymore. But it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was the future. The XUX 6000. <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah. All right. Uh, on to my number four. And it's it's pros and cons of Tom Cruise being in this movie. I like the fact that they played him against type. Where at the beginning of the movie, he's a coward. He doesn't want to get involved. Like Tom Cruise very rarely does that, right? He's yeah. always, you see Tom Cruise, like he's going to be the badass guy who saves the day. Mm-hmm. Here he's chicken shit. He doesn't want anything to do with it. He's just basically selling people out to go to war, but he wants nothing to do with it. He tries to even blackmail the general to get out of it. So I like that part of it, but he's still too big of a name. Like we keep calling the character Tom Cruise. We're not really calling him by his character name. Yeah. And a lot of my sci-fi movies, I like it when they're, they're no names. And so that's why it's pro and con for me in this movie. Like, he did, did fine job. I just, and I like they went against type, but also, like I said, I prefer it when I don't know the actors or actresses in, in the movies when I watch them. And so I can, because I, I don't know what they're going to do. They could end up being cowards or badasses. And I, I see Arnold. Arnold's the exception, because I just love an Arnold movie. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. If Arnold shows up with the movie, he's gonna kick ass and he's gonna win. I guess unless it's Terminator, he's still yeah. gonna kick ass. He just made mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if, if they if we get the happy 
ending if it's not Cruz because exactly the whole thing at the end where everybody's like oh yeah he actually was like an officer and everybody's saluting him and shit and it's like okay like (laughs) I wonder if we would have gotten that with with somebody less Um, you know I I was I was trying to think if I would have found his character more interesting if it wasn't Cruz because, like, like you said, Jeff, it is it is a little distracting um, when you know he's just playing Tom Cruise, <laughs> um, even, even if the character is a little bit against type. I mean, his character yeah. does have that arc there. Um, you know, I, I, for the most part, I found her character to be more interesting, even though he's the one that has to go through the right, the, go through everything. And like I said, I had no idea who she... I mean, it's probably the first time I ever saw her. So to me, she was an unknown. And I, that's one of the reasons I think I liked her. She also just has... She's probably written a little better, but... And she looks a lot better than Tom Cruise. That doesn't matter either. <laughs> um, all right. Anyway, that's my number four. So on to Alex, number three. Yep. And right. my number three is the the tech jackets, the suits. Uh, pretty awesome. Uh, no other movie i want to say has done them quite like this where yeah they're very form-fitting they're very much kind of like uh, the prototypes at the time that people were were using uh like robotics scientists were making for like possible prosthetics or possibly like helping people with heavier loads and stuff like that and uh they look kind of i mean they're they're rudimentary like look kind of similar with you know the robotics on the side and on the outside and everything like exoskeletons and this one of course has like armor plates and whatnot and guns on the shoulders so i thought all that was pretty cool the one yeah. thing i i wish that it would have done more is the the sliding like once uh cage w- was kind of used to the suit and everything you saw this later in the movie but you only saw it for a little bit and during the training he started doing like the mechanical slide with the suit and everything like to do strafes and he did it like a couple times in the battlefield, but then that was it. I was like, oh man, I thought I was going to see like way more of that. But Okay, so this may spoil our, one of your guys' items in the crossover list. But Alex, you let me borrow a game back in the day where you had like, you would do a lot of sliding on your knees because you had like robot legs or robot. Oh gen- yeah, Vanquish. Damn. Vanquish. Shit, that's a good, that's a good Vanquish. fucking choice. <laughs> Yeah, I kept thinking about that. I didn't make my list, but I kept thinking about it. I was like, what the hell was that game, Alex? Let me borrow. Because that was a lot of like sliding on your knees on that game. Yeah. Sega. It was fun. Sega. Mm-hmm. Sega. And Platinum Games. Dom. Yeah, I should play that again. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dom. <laughs> We're doing exclusives here. We got Sega. Ex- oh, because Vanquish was on Xbox. Never mind. Not yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Scott, number three. Three. Yes. So I, I I feel like they really missed out on something, uh, and again, this might have been because it was Tom Cruise. Um, just I, I, w- I would have liked to have seen more of just the emotional toll that he has to go through, um, because having to gear himself up every day, um, you know, the, there's like one low point where he's um, in the in the bar. Yeah. Um, and you actually do see him kind of on edge, like in the like toward the end of the first act. Um, but it just the psychological like horror of all this. You saw in Groundhog Day that he he goes through that period where he kind of loses his mind for a while, and that mm-hmm. was just hanging out in this small town 
<laughs> to, to to see yeah. like all these horrible things happen over and over again, and not just that, but to die, like um, they always show him he's you know he, he's always like hesitant. Like I don't think you ever see him once kill himself. Um, like there's a lot mm-hmm. of her doing it, um, a lot of him dying in, in combat, but you never see him do it. Um, and I, I think that would have been interesting too. Um, just to, to see they kind of, they kind of took the easy way out there uh, by not having his character ever do it. Um, Doesn't he do it when he loses the power? No. No, he tries to, but they didn't. Well, get I guess thing. I guess he sacrificed. Like he expected to die when he yeah. when he pulled those pins on the on the grenades. Right. So not the no, not the very very end. The one where he first loses the power. Oh no! When yeah, when he gets cut at the dam, and then he realizes, yeah. oh shit, they're gonna bleed me out, and then I won't be able to go back. So yeah, he quick dugs and drowns himself, pretty much. I don't yeah, think that, he was, was like the I don't think he was planning on drowning there. I think it just happened. Okay. Yeah, but then it's like, hey, might as well drown. Well, I, mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. Guess uh, I'll die. Yeah. yeah. Um, later bitches yeah I just I, I just would have liked to have seen them explore that a little more they, you get that from her more than him yeah. when when she talks about how her, her friend how she had to watch him die over and over and over again um, and you, you see him go through the same thing which I thought was interesting uh, with her um, where he's like his you know like it's, it's not difficult to imagine that she was kind of his tether on on reality because <laughs> um, you know she knew what he was going through uh, on, on, a, on a very like personal level. Um, so yeah, he, he was very much attached to her, uh, just the way that she was probably attached to this other person. Uh, yeah, just been, it would have been good to explore more of that. Uh, maybe a little less action, more of him. Um, coming to grips with everything uh yeah because I, I i just can't imagine somebody would walk out of that scene yeah i agree okay. and i think that's why yeah. we talked about earlier the ending made more sense if he just died at the end right like mm-hmm. he dealt with it and now he's he's actually that's actually the happier ending he's at peace yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah now he has to live with all those atrocities but yeah. first he's gonna go back to read it to get banged <laughs> so what about remember so the first every time he relives a day they start we don't see it anymore but like on his last attempt did he actually save the guy in his underwear from getting smashed by the thing or was like that doesn't even matter at this point I'm not even going to try to save him and then since that's the last one that oh, guy's no, dead he, now no he went with them to the the Louvre okay you're right but I'm saying like in general well I guess in that last day there, he there, knew. Were, there were lots of attempts he made where he probably just ignored the squad yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially that one where, yeah, he just ditches like everybody. I like, I did like that one, one of the the second to last try, I guess. After the farm, he just does this whole thing at the J Squad. Doesn't even go to goes to see Rita. He just goes straight over to the to the farm for the helicopter and everything himself. That was cool. Yeah. And you would think there'd be some days you're just like, yeah, I'm just, I am just gonna go to the bar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? I need a break. Oh. 
And do you think he's, does he get, does he actually sleep or does he literally just wake up instantly every single time and he's just like full go? <laughs> Not even a break. No. That's, Oof. that's a good question. Yeah. That would, <laughs> yeah, that would be awful if he like woke up like probably with a concussion. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, maybe some days he right. just rolls under the truck and just goes take a nap. <laughs> Yeah, when he first time he tries to roll away and he runs over by the chief, Bill Paxton. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? What the hell? Um, all right, my number three is Emily Blunt. Um, as we already mentioned, she's easy on the eyes, but just that I loved her character introduction. And I like that she just knows right away. Like sometimes these movies where you have to spend the whole time convincing them that, and she just knows because it happened to her. I just, you kind of cut through the crap. Same thing with her nerd friend they introduced like they just they're on board they know and and i dug that and actually yeah. she was badass and she had been through the whole stuff before i wondered if she i think at one point she gives him a look with the way she's he's talking about her if she realized that he's like scott mentioned before like that he's going through with her what she went through with somebody else um mm. i know i just thought it was really cool and uh yeah, she was badass. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know why she needed the mech suit when she was carrying around those guns the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Jim Halpert, you dog. Right. <laughs> Alex, number two. My number two is I really like the aliens in this movie uh, because even Ooh. though they were tentacle monsters, the way that that they moved and they animated and everything was felt like more alien than a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, everybody goes for, you know, the slimy tentacle monsters or their bipedal grays or some variation. So so this one, I like that they rolled around a lot. Uh, I like that they spiked out. Like, and they looked like they were kind of maybe phasing, uh, like some sort of like time glitch or time distortion or something where they had the effect every once in a while. I thought that was really cool. Um, uh, yeah, and they're, uh, and when they spiked that, when they had their, you know, when they were freaking out a little bit, uh, that's close to how the manga designed the aliens because the original is just, you know, a book. So it wasn't until people started making a manga, a comic book out of it in Japan that, uh, uh, artists started to like design even the tech jacket. Like they just described it in the book. Nobody really, uh, you know, knew exactly how they looked. So, the, and the aliens were kind of like these floating asterisks with like creepy mouths and stuff in the comic book. So they kind of looked like that in the movie. So there it is. Yeah. But I yeah, still... the alpha, the alphas kind of looked a little bit too much like animals and tentacle monsters from you know a more generic movie. I I, I like the the alphas actually. I thought they had like this kind of lion s quality, like something a little more uh, bestial. Um, right, that, a that, fish. Cool. That Leslie yeah. Nielsen would stick a pin through one of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's kind of yeah. That that actually kind of what I didn't like about them. It's like oh, these are more grounded in like real animals, when they should be like more alien like the other ones. But you know, let me ask you this: What aliens design do you like better, these or Starship Trooper aliens? The bugs. Yeah, the bugs. The bugs. <sighs> Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna have to say too. the bugs because yeah, fucking creepy. <laughs> it's afraid. 
Your Doogie Howser. What is yeah. that? Yeah. Have we, have we, it's a parade. Have we done Starship Troopers? I just wanted the same yeah. thing, Scott, because I'm going to add to my list. But yes, we did it. Yeah, we Damn did it. it. <laughs> Decades ago. Do, do we... Do we was this back when we were writing here? It's episode 136. I don't know, but our title is Starship Troopers hyphen Starship Tropers. <laughs> that sounds like one of mine. <laughs> so I don't know. It's a shorter episode. Man, we used to do short episodes back in the day. Mm-hmm. Well, that was before, before WandaVision. Yeah, that was before WandaVision and Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Scott, or sorry, Alex number, or sorry, Scott number two. Yeah. Okay, so my number two, uh, sorry. Um, the first landing, uh, you know, last week in our in our crossover topic, we did falls. <laughs> mm-hmm. The first time when the, the, the ship gets crashed into, we didn't really see what hits it. Um, they they kind of show at the end of the movie the whatever mimics jumping up and hitting stuff that's flying, but it was kind of a CGI clusterfuck. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so this, this, the dropship is going down. Uh, everybody's jumping out. Some people aren't getting out cleanly because the, the metal's all bent and like banging on the way out. And they got these drop cords. Um, I wasn't entirely sure what those cords are supposed to do, by the way. Um, I guess in theory... Yeah. It would lower them kind of semi-gently to the ground. But in this case, it didn't seem to help at all. No. <laughs> like anybody. Well, the ship was hit. Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but him basically pinwheeling around uh, was, I thought was really cool. You know, something mm-hmm. that uh, hadn't really seen before. So, I'm max acting up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I I like that initial landing. I thought that that was intense. He's freaking out. Um, you know, again showing Tom Cruise playing against type here. Uh, that whole sequence was good, and he lands and has no idea what to do. Do you there think? I don't know they, how much those robot suits cost or whatever, but would they put a guy who they know he's basically being court-martialed or whatever at this point? Like they would just put him in one of these suits. He would be uh, like one of the guys. Like just go out there. That's that's a good question. They they do make There's a, a point though of saying that it takes minimal training to use one of these suits. I think that's just military speak because he didn't know shit the first time around, at least. Right, right. Yeah, sure, yeah, these tomahawk choppers could practically fly themselves. Yeah. It's oh, the- there goes one down. <laughs> he's deserted. Yeah. This was his punishment, I guess. All right. Yeah. Um, my number two is all the montages and and his deaths, the repeats. I guess the t- the die and repeat stuff where he fucks up. She just shoots him in the head. He's like, no, 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 wait. <laughs> Fucked up. Oh no! Wait, him get him running over, running over by the car. Him like telling her, "Okay, go right and then left," and then she gets killed immediately. I just loved all that. There was some humor in that, which is a little dark humor, but I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. All the various ways that he was dying and coming back to life, and yeah, it is. It goes into my number one, but um, very video game esque, and I and I enjoyed it. 
Mm-hmm. So. But specifically, on this one, I'm targeting her killing him. Just like, yeah, even training. He'd be up for like 30 minutes, goes talk to her. It's like, no, you fucked up on training. You're done. Oh, you broke your back. You're used to this. You're useless. So there it is. My number two, Alex, number one. My number right one is the characters of, of Cage and Rita. Uh, especially when they're together, you know, they have the, the, the nice drive. And uh, the scene at the farm we already talked about. But yeah, we talked a lot about Tom Cruise playing against type. And I thought it was really cool, really refreshing. Uh, but I also like that you never see Rita as... Like, you never see Cage reach her level of, like, badassness. Sure, he knows all this stuff and now he's been trained up and everything, but that's only because he keeps, he has this power and he keeps repeating the day so he knows what's going to happen. She's just, even though she had it before, she's still, like, a, a badass soldier. So, and I, yeah, I never got the sense that they were on the, you know, same combat level, like, at all. So I thought that was cool. No, I agree. But... Was she a better soldier to begin with? Then she had all the repeats, so that's why she's better? Or did she have more repeats? Was she a schlub, and then just because she had the repeats, he's better? No, because I think they made her seem like she was already a badass soldier, and they gave her, like, the prototype, like uh, or one of the few suits that they were testing out. Um, and then they started mass-producing him. So I think she was a badass before, and then maybe she probably did get better through all those repeats. All right. All right. Scott, number one. Uh, number one is also all the, the trial and error. Um, yeah, I, I did appreciate the humor where he's just fucking up trying to figure things out when they're like, well, not in the middle of combat. And it doesn't seem like there's a, anything that immediately <laughs> needs to happen. Uh, and then just them going through trying to get across the battlefield. Uh, but that was cool. Um, I would have liked to have seen them get a little more inventive with the deaths because uh, in a way it makes sense like he doesn't see himself die really um, he just dies and then he goes back um, I thought I thought they were off to a good start though when his face basically melts <laughs> I thought that was, was pretty gruesome yeah there wasn't much blood in this it really wasn't yeah this was I don't know. There wasn't much swearing. Uh, I think I saw it was a PG-13, I believe. Yeah, it sounds about right. Uh, Yeah, I I like the idea of him figuring things out. Uh, And then they kind of streamline that, like a lot of that latter half of the movie with, with, you know, getting to the dam and talking to the general uh, and getting, getting the MacGuffin. <laughs> acquiring the MacGuffin so they can move the plot along. Uh, so the uh, yeah the the whole trial and error aspect. Uh, yeah, I, I did. I think my favorite one was when he did get hit by the car. <laughs> that was great. All right. Uh, well, my number one is I loved how this basically felt like a video game where you know we've seen these these loop movies before but in Groundhog's Day it wouldn't be a video game but this is definitely like a first person shooter and you just okay I got to level one 
Got to get past this part. Oh, I failed. You keep trying and then you keep trying and you get a little bit further, you get a little bit further. And and then you get to a point where like, okay, I'm never going to get past this part. And then you do. And then by the time you're done, you're like, oh, this part's a breeze. I can get through this no matter what. Um, I just love that. Like, I don't know if you guys have, I mean, the most, most recent, I was going to out, this is going to date my video game playing, but like Super Meat Boy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we're like, some of these you gotta like jump over this blade, jump over this dodge under this, and you like the first fifty attempts, you don't even get past the first blade. And then after you play for another hour, you're breezing through that part, and the next seven parts. Now you're dying at the last two parts <laughs> or whatever, right? It was almost there. Yeah, and then that's what this game, this movie felt like. And then the only thing they didn't have, which I think someone kind of mentioned earlier, is where like where you have the regression, where all of a sudden now you can't get past the first part anymore. You're just like so frustrated. You keep dying at the first plane. <laughs> yeah, you're like, just... ah! <laughs> you're tilted. Um, it's like, ah, I need a day off. Go to a bar. <laughs> take a nap. Yeah. So I, I just loved all that about this like this movie. Ever soon as I watched it, this feels just like a video game where I'm, I'm going to beat these aliens at some point. It's going to take me a while. I just got to learn their patterns. I got to learn to <laughs> don't go around this corner until he passes a certain point. And then I go. And then it's going to be easy to kill. And then and that whole farmhouse scene that you guys were talking about before you know that he's been there a million times. Um where you like it's a video game where it's like very hard very hard you always have this problem then you get to a part where like you've gone like 10 minutes without dying before like what the fuck man this is crazy I don't know what's gonna happen at this point <laughs> and that's kind of what that scene felt like so yeah the first time I watched this movie that's definitely what I felt and even again watching it this is what I, it felt like to me it's a big video game so but that's it that's my number one nice anything else to add any honorable mentions? Uh, just a, just the one. Um, something that I always zero in on is is the accents. Uh, they clearly had people that that don't that aren't American doing American accents for no real reason in this case. Um, so you have Brendan Gleeson uh, doing American accent. He he does okay, but it's like he he's in charge of this um, like pan global. Like military force, like why did he have to be American other than you know, America? Um, oh, really? I didn't think he was American. He didn't have. I an thought accent. he was. I thought he was part of the First Order, General Hux. <laughs> Good pull, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, lost my train of thought on the Hux thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, yeah, some of the squad members um, clearly like the girl doing the, the southern accent. Yeah, that was, <laughs> was clearly not 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 actual, not a real, not a real deal. Uh, so they, they let Emily Blunt keep her accent for the most part. So. Um, a spoonful of sugar makes the aliens go down. Mm-hmm. Aliens go down. So yeah, just. Un, un, unnecessary accents is uh, an honorable mention for that. Was Gleason also in the Harry Potter movies? He was, right? He was. He was mad moody, right? He had like a weird eye or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But he was not in Braveheart. He was in Braveheart. He was. He was. He was the, I don't remember his character's name, but he's basically like the best friend, I guess. For like oh, that was excuse. him. Yeah, yeah. Then who is the big, who's um, 
the first uh oh god it's been i don't know the terms anymore for game of thrones the first night watch captain oh. leader oh, so that months. was the dead that was james, right. james cosmos so that was the dad and braveheart of that guy that's right okay and what would you call who's the leader of the night watch it's the lord commander Lord Commander yeah. and Jor of Mormont, you said right. That's his last name. Yeah, yeah. So that that yeah. was uh, Jor Mormont. Jorah was Khaleesi. Was Jorah, I think he was Jor. Just oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm losing my Game of Thrones knowledge. Yeah, yeah. It's time to rewatch. Yeah, go watch Meatspin. You'll get it all back. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that scene in Braveheart when. They pull the air out of him and nobody wants to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, it's time to rate this movie. As usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven, one being garbage, seven being perfection. Alex, what would you rate this movie? I'm going to give this one a strong five. Uh, honestly, if it wasn't for that terrible ending, I think it would have been a six. Uh, but yeah, it's this movie still has a lot going for it, so it's still uh, I like this movie and I'll watch it again. But yeah, five. Okay, Scott. Uh, this might not come through in, in in my list, but I did enjoy this. Um, I think it does have a lot going for it. It was a, it, it felt like it was a small budget that they did a lot with, <laughs> and, I, and I always appreciate that when when it comes to sci fi movies. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I there were things that I really liked about it, so I'll also give it a five. Very good, and I agree with both of you as well. I gave it a five. I really like I really like this movie. It's you know I only probably need to see it a couple more times before I die, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> it's not you know it's 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 not an original concept, but put in a new setting. Um, and I, I really liked it. Like I said, a couple complaints about the squid design and the death. It said, it said that the ending and maybe not having Tom Cruise in it. I don't know. But I still enjoyed it and I will watch it again. And with that, it's time for a crossover moment, which or a crossover topic. Ooh, flashback. Um, beer break. Just kidding. Alex, <laughs> what's our crossover our, topic? Our top five tech suits. Not me- not giant mecha, but kind of like in the movie. Kind of they wrapped around your body a little bit, like made you a little bit bigger than normal. All right. Well, well. My, some of my suits don't make you much bigger. <laughs> well, well I, I think I think mostly on point with this. So yeah, I'm this is an interesting on one because what's yeah. between a robot suit and a mech suit and. I don't. I, I Lieutenant Dan's legs. I don't yeah. know. We'll find out. I think if you're in a suit, that's what counts. Okay. Yeah, it's something you put on, not like a cockpit that you go inside. Okay, I think I'm pretty good, but we'll find out. Yeah, Alex, what's your number five? My number five is from the now defunct, uh, unfortunate video game Anthem. Yeah, I know. Uh, I got it when it was on Wait, sale. That game's for already like... defunct. I didn't even know it was out. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I don't play games anymore. Uh, I don't yeah. play games, Alex. It had a, a terrible launch. Uh, I it was on sale for five bucks, so I picked it up, and I was having it, it's okay. I mean, it's a pretty decent shooter. The flying around stuff is the best. 
Uh, and I think I got it late enough in the game where they actually didn't make your suit like overheat right away. So you had to run everywhere. So you got to fly quite a bit and that felt pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I like the suits a lot. You actually actually uh, like climb in them and they were very form fitting. Like, cause you're in first person uh, when you're walking around town and actually putting on the suit and then you get uh, the third person shooter once you're wearing the suit and running around and stuff. So. Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. God, I remember that game was like the trailer came out. Oh, this is way better than Destiny. Blah, 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 blah. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I botched yeah. it. It was the, uh, what's what's the term? The sunken cost fallacy. And they, they kept trying to throw money after it and then eventually just gave up on it. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, Scott, which number five? Uh, my number five. Um, so, uh, speaking of video games, um, mm-hmm. I remember playing this way back in 99, 2000, uh, Fallout 2. I'd never played the original Fallout at that point. Um, but in that game and, and all the subsequent, uh, Fallout games, uh, power armor is a big thing. Mm, um, nice. Yeah. I kind of, kind of disappointed what they did with four with the power armor um in, in the first like at least in one and two it's like end game stuff you have to get to it or, the, or if you see people with it they're like badass um and you don't want to mess with them mm-hmm. um and the third one you kind of have to like jump through some hoops to to get it um but the fourth one it's like all over the place and you can just wear it uh but anyways it, it is cool um, it actually has a lot in common with uh what's going on here in edge of tomorrow uh mm-hmm. you basically get in and then it just basically makes you stronger and you can shoot stuff and although i guess the power armor fallout doesn't really have weapons it just it just makes you a lot more durable and stronger yeah yeah sometimes that's all you need scott yeah yeah okay. Jeff, yeah. <laughs> would see you i agree let's say the all right, my number five, I think this counts, and it may be higher on your list, but you may not have any list at all, but because I'm not sure, is that the low docking suit that Ripley wears in Aliens. Oh, Jeff, that's my number one. Jeff, I will allow it. All right. Um, that's your number one? Oh, wow. I'm sorry. Then, yeah. then I won't talk about it anymore. Ellen Ripley's yeah, low docker suit from Aliens. Alex, number five. My number four is sorry (laughs) from robotech not the first season uh but i think it was the second season where they didn't have the jets uh they they actually put that technology into motorcycles so you'd have the pilots running around in motorcycles and everything where they had to go really fast but then that motorcycle would jump up and transform into like a suit that you could fly around with and it had missiles on it it's pretty awesome i don't know that I, I don't remember seeing this. <laughs> oh, you don't? Yeah, it wasn't in the first series. They, they, they did that for like right, the, right, the right. next one. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, they were a big thing. Yeah. Okay. Did was there a chance of them getting crushed inside all the the clerk's animated show? <laughs> no, not really. Because yeah, you. Uh, damn, I forgot how they transformed. But yeah, you'd just be riding the bike, and then I guess the bike would launch you a little bit while it like wrapped around you, kind of like the Iron Man suit. Okay. Uh, well, we'll jump to my number four. 
Yeah. Um, which is also the power loader. <laughs> Dang, so low on your list. It was, uh, well, I mean, wait till you see what else is on my list here. Oh, damn. Uh, this is... Uh, what a, Actually, the, the very first thing I thought of, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll save it for, for you, Alex. Uh, oh, thank you. So, All right, Scott. So it'll be Jeff's number four. Yeah. Oh, my number four? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, my number four is Doc Ock. Does that count? It's an exoskeleton that he's wearing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to allow it. Yeah, it's cool. All right. It is cool. Yeah, it's, it's fused to his spine, so... I know, it's not really a suit, but... Yeah, it's not it part was of the, the best of the Tobey Maguire villains, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I really know from him. I don't read enough Spider-Man comics, or any Spider-Man comics, so... He's got a mean bowl is. cut. He's got a mean bowl cut. <laughs> he's one of those scientists that were just trying to do the right thing and got misguided, and now he hates Peter Parker. Slash <laughs> Spider-Man. But I don't know. I I love that character in the uh, in the movie, and that's my only uh, that's my only knowledge of him. But I really like that. So, Doc Ock, when he's not trying to steal the idol from Indiana Jones, he's building <laughs> robot arms. Adios, amigo. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Alex, number three. My number three is another loader suit. This one's a little bit smaller, but the the loader suit from District Nine. That okay. that was pretty badass. Uh yeah uh uh damn it what's his name Brit? the guy that's turning no Cletus no uh <laughs> yeah it was the South African Murdoch <laughs> not Murdoch but anyways yeah he's already into his transformation as an alien and stuff he gets into the suit to help the the other real alien escape to get to the ship to get more help. From his home planet. The whole sequence is awesome. Him catching the missile at the end. Badass. You know what's hilarious? I kept thinking that something from that movie should be in here, but I couldn't remember it. So I left it off. I, I don't remember it at all. Yeah. Have we, see, have we done this movie yet? Yeah. We did? I thought we did. Yeah. Fucking prom? I just heard some... I just heard recently that they're crumb. talking about he's finally, I guess he can't make any good movies, so he's going to make a sequel to this. <laughs> Neil, <laughs> Neil Blomkamp or whatever. Yeah, Vicus. Yeah. Vicus. Vicus. That's his name. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. But then again, I didn't see any of his other movies, so I don't know. So he did. Well, it was another one with the big robot suit in it that I didn't put because the movie was terrible with Matt Damon. Remember that thing? But, oh, yeah, Elysium. Yeah, that, was, yeah. that was him? That yeah. was him. Okay, that one was okay. Yeah. Holy crap. See. Okay, his top four on IMDb is District 9, Elysium, Chappie, Chappie. also about a robot, yeah. and then uh, Anthem Collection. He directed that, <laughs> whatever that is. So he loves robot suits, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how we got to start. He did like... Uh, the short YouTube videos that were kind of like District Nine with like robot police and stuff instead of you know people in suits. Chap Chappie was kind of rough. Just, that was uh, a guilty pleasure for me. I liked it, but I can see why people didn't like it. The Antwerp or Antwerp, however it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Anyway, I forgot where we left off. So many talk. So we're on threes. Uh, Alex, you did your three, right? Yes. All right, so I think it's me. Yeah. Uh, number three. So this one is the one that I think I'll need the, the judges call on. But uh, RoboCop. Yeah. No. It's a, guy in, yeah. it's a guy in a suit. No, it isn't. That's him. That's his body. He's a cyborg. Not a suit. Yeah. suit completes him. <laughs> no. It's part cyborg, suit, part, part suit. suit. should complete you. <laughs> but it isn't. Yeah, but it is. No. He is, he is cyborg. <laughs> good, good comebacks. <laughs> but it is. I'm going to allow it because I have something similar on my list. Right. So that's all I'm I'm thinking. Well, well. We might have to argue about what the other things are listed. It's but, not a uh, suit. He's a cyborg. Okay, why, why? He's a he's a person wearing a metal suit. He's only part of a person, but whatever. No, he's not wearing that. They attach the robotics into his arms. Those are his he arms. He takes now. off the visor. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only part. The that's, rest of the that, back of his enough. head is all robot that is brain. Enough. That is enough to count. No, <laughs> no, it is not. All right. Well. When you no. the guy with no hands wears gloves, they're still gloves. Yeah. <laughs> his gloves are fused to his hands. Those are his hands. <laughs> My statement made no sense. They're still yeah, gloves. They <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll allow it. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. Yeah, Jeebus H. All right, you're number three, Jeff. Um, my number three is the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Returns when he fights Superman. Mm, that's nice. Good. Yeah. Do that's you cool. bleed? Yeah. Well, not that one, but the actual comic book and the cartoon. But yeah. it yeah. also works in Batman v Superman. There it is. It's badass. Mm-hmm. Kick Superman's butt. That's right, Supes. Your name's Martha? Oh, God damn it. Okay, we're friends. <laughs> we can be friends now. <laughs> Dom. We can be friends now, Dom. <laughs> Dom. Dom. What's your mother's name? All right. BFFs. Martha. Yeah. Prequel. Prequel the games. Right. <laughs> Scott, number two. Or oh, sorry, Alex, number two. Alex, number two. Uh, my number two is... Uh, Exo Squad, just a whole damn show. That oh, cartoon that from is. the 90s. It's fucking awesome. I agree, and I have more to say about it. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'll keep it at that. Badass. All right. Well, then, Scott, number two. Number two is another one that we, we might, I might get in trouble with. Here, but, uh... <laughs> it's uh, C3PO? <laughs> it's human cyborg relations. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Uh, that would be stupid. I'm going with the Iron Man suit. Yes, that that's yeah, that 100% counts. All right. All right, enough said. It's the Iron Man suit. <laughs> uh, which one? The mock for the one he uses at the end of Avengers. It seems <laughs> like, like everyone like after 47. that is like either easily destroyed or can do like magical things. Mm-hmm. The one that he actually, that, that um, Robert Downey Jr. actually had to wear on set. Kind of <laughs> there the we CGI go. bullshit later on. Yeah. 
Doth father know who, or doth mother know that you're wearing her yeah. middle underpants? Benedict Wombatch. <laughs> I agree, Scott. Nice. All right. Because well, it might be two. a little higher on my list. Ooh. But number two. Well, we can't go much higher. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But my number two, Darth Vader. Come at me, bro. Suit. Mm. He could take it off. Probably just keep the mask on, but he could take off the suit. So yeah, he could take suit, off the prosthetics. Yeah, was the suit enhancing him in any way, other than keeping him alive? His yeah, breathing. I think it was just yeah. keeping him alive. Yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe his robot arms, but then again, that was his you know robot cybernetic arm that wasn't part of the suit. Did did the helmet grant any kind of additional vision? Three wishes. <laughs> <laughs> he wished uh, he would throw the emperor off a balcony. Yeah. He wished he would get his son back. And then he wished it would all be wiped away with three new movies that came afterwards. Mm-hmm. Okay. They came true. Well, three <laughs> movies, six movies. Who's counting? Mm-hmm. Or nine movies. Yeah, it's well, after. No, yeah, right. They both came after. But anyway, it's kind of a cheat, but whatever. Darth Vader's wearing a suit. Let him breathe. He looked badass. And, um, yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Would he be able to block those light, the, the, the shots from Han Solo with or without uh, the suit? I mean, he, he blocks, him with, his, he blocks think... him with one of his robot, robot arms though, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But I think he Both still uses, I think he's still using the force. Well, that's right. Yeah. That's right. To help yeah, stop him too. Him. So. Well, if you use the force, he could have stopped him ten feet away from himself. No, we went over this. It's because he wasn't like a, a childish blowhard. It's like you know what? I could use the force to stop this, but I'm not. You know, I'm I'm just gonna let him hit what, me. What while the fuck? Kylo Ren not become a childish about? blowhard. He, he fucking force chokes people for like failing to carry out a mission. Yes, but he's not like overexerting his power. And what? he's for choking people just, just because he likes it. Whereas Cairo Ren was trying you to show off said, by stopping the bolt. You just said he was doing to prove that he wasn't childish, and then you and then you said But he to, wasn't childish. He was a man. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Not Dark Varies number two. Alex, what's your number one? My number one is Ripley. And Chekhov's load lifter. Believe it or not. Yeah. It's it's just so iconic. It's as far as back as I can remember, it's like the first like power suit that I've ever seen in any type of movie or cartoon or anything like that. Uh, yeah, I think me too. Yeah, it's pretty badass when that thing came out. She was loading stuff, it's like, oh that's badass. And then later on in the movie, oh shit. Beat the shit out of the queen with that. Get away from her, you bitch. Hell yeah. Awesome. Good stuff. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I concur. Right. Scott. Number Roll one is, is Exo Squad. Uh, yeah. Again, animation from the early mid 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, that. Uh, so this this was a, a kid's cartoon, but it had a lot of adult content in this. Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely. There, there was a whole wars hell thing going on. Uh, characters would die, which is like unheard of. Um, some of the the concepts of of like 
slavery and revolts and, and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it was cool that every, so they basically in this big galactic war and one of the the main fighting forces are these these they called them E frames or exo frames uh, that they could fly around in space or on land. Or, or not on land, uh, in, in, <laughs> in, in the air, and, and you know, once they're in an atmosphere. Um, but they're all like different, um, probably to sell toys, but <laughs> yep, but still, everybody had like their like their own, and they were all different in a different way, except for the pilot guy who just had a plane, which I thought was stupid. Yeah, why they call it an E for, or an exoframe? Yeah. yeah, it's just a plane. Yeah, it was cool though that everybody was like plugged into it, like in their. And their brains basically to, to help augment their their flying their piloting abilities. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is one of my favorite like animated shows of all time. So happy to be able to throw it on a list here. Hell yeah, Exos Squad. All right, uh, my number one is Tony Stark's Iron Man suit. Um, Which one? I think it's Mach <laughs> Three. I like the original one. Well, not the original, original one. Right. I think it's Mach 3. That's the one he ends up with in end of the first Iron Man? Yes. Think? Yeah. So I'll go with that one. A little more reasonable. It's a suit he actually has to step into and get out, not just have it using this nanotechnology yeah. to disappear and all that stuff. I didn't like mm-hmm. that. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh I think it's pretty iconic. It kicked off the whole MCU and the sound effects of the. We've talked about it before. The mm-hmm. just as good as cool as a lightsaber sound. Um, yeah, I I'm trying to remember. Like I've seen some of these MCU movies. Some stuff you take it for granted. Do they ever show him like in the helmet in the later movies, or is it always just him talking and then the exterior of him? Uh, well, in the later movies, yeah, when it was all nanotech, the nanites just went away from his face. Yeah, exactly. Whenever he wanted to talk, he would just take his helmet off. So mm-hmm. I think I like the original, the first few movies better, where he would you would see his face inside with all the Jarvis stuff in front of him and all the Stark tech. Yeah, um, they they they, yeah, they basically cool. they they uh, padmade him uh, in the last two movies, like. To get his helmet off, basically, in the middle of all these big scenes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Iron Man is my number one. Any honorable mentions? Uh, just the the Magitek armor. I had a hard time leaving this off the list. But the Magitek armor from Final Fantasy VI. Alex knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that kind of yeah, because that that's between that's in between like a suit and like a thing you yeah. ride. Yeah, yeah, that that is true. That, that is still true. count. I, I'll I'll still allow that one. Yeah, yeah, those are awesome. Uh, what was that one movie with that kid from Jurassic Park? <laughs> the movie he did afterwards, where he got an alien suit, alien kid, star kid, something like that. I don't think I've seen that. Robot jocks. <laughs> <laughs> no, see now those are mechs. Oh, real uh-huh. steel. Real steel. Uh, you don't actually climb into those robots. You control them from remote. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. They rock 'em sock 'em. <laughs> yeah, they pretty much were. Uh, the only other on which I had was the uh, an avatar. That they're very similar to what we see in uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. 
Well, you know, so I guess I've seen that movie, but yeah, you know, we, we talked about the power loader here. Well, I'll, I I didn't mention it when we were talking about Edge of Tomorrow, but I I, of, I got a lot of aliens vibes from that movie too. Like I felt like a lot of it took inspiration from that movie. <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow or Edge of Avatar? Tr- Edge of Tomorrow. I haven't seen Avatar, <laughs> okay. so I, I wouldn't know. But Edge of Tomorrow was definitely taking some cues from. Yeah. But Aliens definitely does too, but that's because they have the same director mm-hmm. <laughs> and writer. Whoa. So just not done mm-hmm. as well. All right. And with that, right. it's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? So, so what happened to Ricky Feller? Ricky Fowler. Don't what, know who yeah. that is. I, yeah, what do, happened to him? I do know, but what what do you think happened to him, Alex? Uh, I don't know. I think the 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 sidelining of his biggest rival right now from that accident that he had is probably throwing off his game. Oh, so I I don't know if you're actually making reference to an actual thing as far as Ricky Fowler is concerned, but uh, uh, Tiger Woods had a big accident. So let's go ahead and. Stamped he is not Ricky Fowler. He is not because we know what happened to Tiger Woods, but what happened to Ricky Fowler? I don't know what you're talking what about, about, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I know Ricky Fowler is, is a golfer that's had some success. I don't know what you're. Oh, that's just the headline. It's like he's just off his game. He can't. He can't find his groove. Oh, that's okay. it. Yips. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he might miss the Masters actually. So, uh-huh. well, I think. Did he it's win? Gold one? jacket, green jacket. Who gives a shit? I think if you win the Masters, you can automatically play in it forever. So he mm. might have won one. Oh. Anyway, really? Oh, mm. maybe I think of somebody else. That's a... But speaking of Tiger Woods, yeah, he had a terrible car accident out here. Um, I was going to save this for new news, but I guess if it's here, I started watching the HBO documentary on him. Have you guys watched that? I have not. Mm-mm. So I, I finished this. Two episodes. I don't know if there's more coming or if that's it, but it's two. It's pretty interesting. I never some of the stuff I didn't know. I mean, obviously, I knew he was a young phenom and he was good since he was a little kid. But his dad and mom both being kind of very <laughs> controlling parents and controlling his life and all that stuff that I did not know. I mean, I kind of had maybe thought about that, but interesting stuff and it's his rise for me I, at two years old he was on the tonight show like i didn't know that he was oh, showing bob hope how to golf and stuff <laughs> did jeff did you watch the bulls thing or is that on espn i watched that one too the, the last the dance thing? the lane yeah. dance last that was awesome. dance. i love that i love a good sports talk i watch almost any of those 30 for 30s and stuff the time of my life but yeah, if, if you happen to like golf and you like Tiger Woods, or you like sports, because I'm not a big sports or golf guy, but it's far and very interesting. I like sports. Ball. Yeah. <laughs> if you're around our age, you know, you've grown up your whole life with Tiger Woods, at least being in the background somewhere. So just hearing mm-hmm. him, listening to him stuff, his stuff. And then I can tell you episode one ends with like, everything's great. And then it's like getting ready for episode two. And it's like some floozy shows up with. Big fake boobs and big fake lips. Like, so what are we here to talk about? So, you know where that's headed. Oh, Jeebus H. You motherfucker. I never yeah. should have married you. Uh, all right. Any any other sports related news, Alex? Uh, no. That's it. We're all pulling for you, Ricky Feller. 
And Tiger Woods. And Tiger it's, Woods. Him more <laughs> him more than you. Sorry, yeah. Ricky. It's time for Neom News. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah. Okay, as has been the, the format for the last eight weeks now, uh, we're going to talk about WandaVision. But first, and that's uh, we'll give people... Oh, what? Uh, give give you guys a, the chance to people. talk about anything else you want to talk about. <laughs> you people. We got a house people. meeting, y'all. Alex, anything you want to go over? Uh, nope. Oh, but I did forget to mention that it did finish the Goblin Emperor book, and it was fantastic. I really loved it. It, it was a change of pace because the the book only has like one main character, and you stick with him throughout the entire book, and I found that uh, refreshing. It was awesome. It, it really put me in the shoes of, of what the main character was feeling, and I really enjoyed it. I recommend all right, we'll see you yeah. there. <laughs> Reading. Yeah, not, no. not for Jeff. It's not for me. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jeff, anything you want to talk about? Yeah, Tiger Woods thing. Um, yeah, I watched his Home and Garden Network show, and they were talking about how uh, this lady wanted her house to look like Hobbit Hole, Hobbiton House, like the Shire. Oh, damn it. That's my super, dream house. Super excited about this. And then... They just like put a tree in the house, and I was like, "I was like, God damn it! You've never watched, you've never watched Lord of the Rings." <laughs> yeah, 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 they don't have a. It's like an Odysseus house. That's it's like, like a Hobbit it's house. Like if, if you're not making the ceiling so low that you have to hunch over when you walk through, yeah. it, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Wasn't even a round door. It was the stupidest thing <laughs> ever. Oh, son of a bitch. God, this lady. <laughs> well, no, that's what she wanted, and this is what the designers gave her. It's like oh, they kept playing like this. Um, royalty-free music that was supposed to be like Lord of the Rings and was the worst ever. Oh, God. It was Dropkick um, Murphys. Jeff, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the cross-section of hardcore <laughs> I know. Lord of the Rings fans and hardcore HGTV fans. Uh, is, is well, my ears small. perked up. She's like, I want my yeah. house to feel like I'm in Hobbiton. I was like, what? What are we watching here? And Man, then, we should, we should yeah, all plan awesome. a trip for like 2025 to go to the whatever the Shire is in New Zealand. Yeah, well, we can go there code. now because they have no disease over there now. Yeah, mm-hmm. We'll be we'll be putting them in danger. Like that we can, we can we can go visit Peter Jackson personally, right? Think so. Hell yeah, yeah that's how New Zealand works, right? Think so. Well, I'm just gonna go see Lucy Lawless and hang with her. See yeah, you Lucy guys. Lawless goes hang out with Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and um, and the the. Carl Urban. I don't know. Carl, is he, is he, I don't think he's a Kiwi. Is he a Kiwi? <laughs> he's a, a Aussie. He's one of the two. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the the Flight of the Concords guys. Brit. Oh, yeah. Brit and Jermaine. Brit. Yeah. Oh, we'll see the Mandalorian oh, that's, Thor that's, guy. That's yeah, right. Taika Waititi. Waititi. Yeah. There we go. See, we know like five Aussie or Kiwis. I'm sorry, guys. Don't, <laughs> don't kill me. <laughs> Don't send one of your vicious animals at me because they're all scary. Um, that's that's Australia. Last... That's, that's not. But <laughs> yeah. New Zealand probably has it too, no? I don't think so. I think just, yeah. oh, they have that little bird. Really nice. I so forget New what it's called. Like perfect. And then Australia's got all the crap. Pretty much. Including Paul Hogan. That's <laughs> 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 ah, not a knife. <laughs> oh, knifey spoony. Um, so no, we're about to talk, talk about WandaVision, but... Coming out, I think, next week or the week after is the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Are we in? 
<laughs> I don't know about that. Oh, come on. Uh, I mean, if we're going to do it for the podcast, then yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's like one hour episodes, like four or five episodes. We got it. Oh, oh fucking shit. I thought it was, I thought it was like one four hour long movie with an intermission. No. I, well, I guess eventually, I so once it, it's going to release week by week and then they'll just have the ability to watch it all in one, one go. What? Yeah. Would you rather sit down and watch a five-hour Snyder cut of a movie? I don't. I would. Uh, I'd <laughs> rather not watch it. This, this is I like, the, like I'm not excited by either prospect. <laughs> Just try it. We'll watch the first three episodes. Who, and then we watch the Green Lantern like, instead. So, like, who's asking for this thing? Like nerds, is, are you, Snyder fans. I mean, were there nerds asking for this? Yes. Like, yes. I. I uh, it was a whole fucking movement. We're the Snyder worst. Cut, man. Yeah, that's why they have the Snyder Cut Because apparently they now. didn't see Man of Steel or the other movie. The, I, I don't know or where... Or every movie but Dawn of the Dead. I, maybe, I don't know, something like Blade Runner is to blame for this. But yes, <laughs> this, this yeah. idea that that's somewhere out there for these these big uh, like nerd movies that that release and they, they're not great, that there's somehow this, this like hidden cut out there that that the director was forced to stray away from because of the studio or whatever the reason like I, just, I don't think i don't think that's the case well, well, not, no, he not was, in this case he was removed from this movie and joss whedon finished it i'll give him that the benefit of the doubt yeah. on this one there yeah, in this okay, case okay there, there, there are additional things for people to think that yes but i but yeah, just go watch his other completed films and they're not good. So why do you think this one's going to be good? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Like I said, I I want the DC movies to be good, so I keep giving them extra chances. And I the one thing I think that maybe I'll I'll appreciate more is that they. I mean, I don't think it's really a spoiler at this point, but they're actually going to have uh, like Dark Side show up in this. That's what I heard. Yeah, um, he's in the trailer. I think that'll be good just from the standpoint that the Steppenwolf CGI it's awful bad guy it was, yeah it's just terrible worse like, than <laughs> Superman's just, mustache just something a little more compelling would, would be nice for something like this uh, real quick because she does make a camp uh, an appearance in this movie did you is there a rumor I don't know if it's true or not that Amber Heard is being replaced with uh, I heard Khaleesi. that I've seen that rumor um yeah, cool. I think I think I don't think Amber Heard is going to show up for the next Aquaman unless they already like filmed it all. Yeah, so that'd be kind of cool to reunite the reunite those two. That would be interesting. I didn't think about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm I actually did watch a movie with her uh, the other day. Um, Genesis? No, it was not Genesis. Uh, <laughs> it was called Last Christmas. Um, but I can't uh, do my. Uh, that actually is, that song plays constantly in the movie. Um, you faded. It, it was it was weird seeing her not be Khaleesi because <laughs> I don't think I've seen her in like anything other than Game of Thrones. So, mm. Jesus, anyway. I think that's the only thing I've seen her. Right? Right, man. She actually like smiles in this movie a lot, which is like not something Khaleesi does a whole lot of. I know. Oh, she smiled at our dragons and Jon Snow. <laughs> yeah. She didn't ask for one dragon or where it was. Or, or when she murdered an entire town just like that. Town? 
like the center of the world, basically. Yeah, big town. Yeah. Big, big Thanks, town. season eight. <laughs> it was Big Ten. Big Ten. All right. So. Thanks, George R.R. Uh, R. Martin. Yes. Uh, has he finished? Wait, hold on. Has that book come out yet? Nope, still? It has not. Jesus Christ. Interest has waned on my part, I will admit. But. He'll be there day one to get the book. I, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say in his defense, but there, there are a few different authors that are pulling a Martin at this point. <laughs> that I'm waiting on the next books, and I'm see. Like, this is why I don't read. Losing. <laughs> <laughs> Never get burned. We should all just be Brandon Sanderson fans. Like I yeah, it's like four books a year. Um, Brian Anderson. <laughs> Sanderson. Brian Anderson. Brian Sanderson. Anyway, Stephen, WandaVision, go. WandaVision. All right, so we get the 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 series finale, season finale. We'll we'll have to see. Um, at least in American parlance, um, you know, the series is the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. That means that they won't make another episode where the season would just be that. That's what they're done for this particular run of it. Um, and I will say, um, this is kind of jumping ahead here, but before this episode, I would have. Said I would. I was pretty well convinced that this was a one-off, um, and and I still kind of think that it is. But after yeah. this episode, I think they actually have a lot to draw on if they wanted to do a, a follow-up uh, to this, um, as we'll get into. Um, I don't know if you guys had a similar impression or not. I don't think so. I think they set up characters to be in other things, but I yeah. think this show is done. Like, I think she goes on and becomes a, a big bad, possibly, in her movie. I think the Monica Rambo goes in a certain way. Um, mm-hmm. Jimmy Woo and Darcy but, do, like, X-Files, but for... <laughs> I'll be honest. I'd watch that That'd show. Be cool. for MCU. Yeah. Yep. Um, but, so, yeah, I, I don't think WandaVision comes back, but we've definitely set up characters to go do other things. Right, I don't, I don't think necessarily caught WandaVision, but... Um... Well, then it would, still would be, be a central, completely different would, series. Would still be Thank the, you, Alex. Well, no, no. I, I, they would still be the central characters. Like Wanda and Vision? I, I don't think so. Alex, the, yeah, me the, 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 the whole thing of the WandaVision that was like the TV show within the show. So I think they could change the name of it. But that would be a different show then. I mean, then it goes from Happy Days to Mork and Mindy or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. From I Love Lucy to the to the Lucy show. Well, I think that's just that they're, they're like that. That much of it is not going to happen. Like I'm saying, with them as the central characters, there's more to draw upon based on what happened in this in these previous episodes. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Uh, anyway, Possibly. so uh, we start off uh, Agatha. So her her name. The neighbor's name is Agnes. That's why I was getting yes. confused. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I was, I was glad I was able to, to get that figured out. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Agatha's being all evil. She's got her, are they real? Are they not real kids? Um, and they, they start having a big CGI fight. Uh, mm-hmm. The the big uh, teaser at the end of the last episode, uh, the, the real vision, quote unquote, um, gets unleashed by by sword, and I, I I couldn't tell you that that character's name. The, the stupid, stupid chief. chief, yeah, Bob Sword. <laughs> there you go, Bob Sword. <laughs> um, they they unleash that vision, 
uh, and they um, there's a couple big CGI fights. Um, Sword's able to get in because Wanda has uh, like loosened the powers a little bit. Um, we see her finally realize what she's like done to this town mm-hmm. um, and all these people. Um, and so she, yeah, she she lets them go or, or tries to anyway. And that's when they seize their opening and they come in uh, and the other vision comes in. Um, and so I felt like half the show or half this episode was just these fights, which is fine. Um, I didn't have a problem with that. Uh, but yeah, you get to see the the magic battle, witchcraft, whatever you want to call it, go back and forth. I think the other than um, the point where, um, spoilers, where Wanda eventually beats Agatha, um, yeah, well, like the the vision stuff was was the more interesting of the the two fights going on. Uh, I really yes. liked um, them having their showdown library and just kind of having the sort of logic duel, um, okay. where it wasn't it wasn't the the vision that we know, uh, like trying to trick the other vision, like he's like actually having a, a kind of this honest dialogue with him. Um, and he even says, like, because of this conversation, like, I'm way over paraphrasing here, but he basically says something like, because of this conversation, like, like I'm not so sure about things now either. Um, and they, they, he unlocks his memories and then other vision flies off, which is part of the reason I think that there, there's more to draw upon here um, yeah. to them reconnecting. Um, they bring up the Darkhold. Um, which I know is a big deal in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, not because I've read any of the comics, but because it was a big deal on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I wonder... So the, the basically the magic book is, is uh, the Darkhold. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder if there's like any crossover there. I, I mean, probably not. No, the, uh, the books look different. But... Uh, Great crossover with what? S.H.I.E.L.D.? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I say crossover, I, I I don't mean like crossover is not the right word. If if any of that's like canon with with like what's going on with her with her version of the Darkhold. Uh, I bet I would thought maybe some kind of Easter eggs or something like that'll just give the fans who watch that show a little something. They, yeah. They tend to do that stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, sure. They brought like the Jarvis actor from the. Agent Carter series. Right. But uh, anyway, um, so yeah, these fights are going on. Uh, you see Wanda have her her mega transformation. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I don't know what you, yes. guys, what you guys think. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought the, the high point, the, the coolest point were the runes. Uh, yeah, that was cool. That, that- that- She's been flinging out all these like magic bolts, <laughs> like missing or whatever. Um, and there was kind of a point where I was like, "Is this how the fight's just going to be them throwing shit back and forth?" Yeah. Um, and you find out that that she's actually like set up Agatha's own trap against her. Uh, these massive runes inside the hex. I thought that, when, that was really cool. When when last episode when Agatha said like she flat out like says. In a witch in a room that she and I was yeah. like that seems very specific that may come into play and I completely forgot about it and then yeah, yeah. yeah. I felt like a sucker out. too because I'm like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was so cool yeah. um, but before that happens though we actually see Wanda do her 
like mind fuck magic, which I don't think we've seen since Age of Ultron. I was thinking the same yeah. thing, Scott. I, we haven't seen that since the first time we saw her. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, so that that was cool. Um, it backfires. Yeah, and then and then just the the last part of the episode, I, I I really enjoyed just kind of the the emotional impact that the that Wanda takes on, um, you know, basically giving up uh, this, this perfect life. Um, you know, it was never sustainable, and, and she realizes that. But um, basically, giving up her kids and 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 vision, um, and then being there at the, the at the end of all things, as it were. Um, and then all of a sudden, she's back in the 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 foundation of the house uh, with the with the clothes she had on like way back in the flashbacks. Yeah. Um, and then she walks back into town, and everybody's just kind of giving her the stink eye. Um, I don't know why she walked through town like that, <laughs> and then just for like this the the kind of cinematic of it, um, and then uh, yeah, she thanks Rambo and, and flies off. Um, so yeah, I don't know if any any of that much you guys want to talk about. Uh, we we'll get to Rambo in a second. I mean, I mean, yeah, definitely emotional with her and Vision. Um, I was good. Uh, you said the runes part was good. Um, yeah, I, it kind of fell a little flat with me. I didn't hate it, but I don't know. I was expecting maybe a little bit more. Oh, still enjoyed it, but it, was some, it felt like it could have been a little bit better for me. I was expecting too much. And I wasn't expecting, I know people were rumor. you know, we were saying, oh, it's going to be Dr. Strange is going to show up yeah, or Tony yeah. Stark. I really, if I, I really was not expecting that until the end credit sequences. So that didn't disappoint me. They weren't there. Um, I don't know. Like I said, if we were doing this on our scale of one to seven, I would say the ending was like a five for me. Okay. Like I, it wasn't a perfect ending and it was, you know, but I still liked it. Um, yeah. I thought it was cool. I like it. Yeah. No, I, yeah, yeah. I would definitely give it at least a five. Um, hmm. maybe higher. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I thought the all the action was satisfying. Um, yeah, it was a little lame at the end where they were wrapping things up a little a little quickly. Uh, like, oh, Darcy ran off. Like, blah blah blah. <laughs> like she couldn't yeah. show up for shooting that day or something like that. Uh, that's yeah. what that felt like. Uh, but so you see Jimmy Woo last time. Um, so let's talk about, uh, Monica Rambo here. Um, Mm -hmm. so what, what exactly are her powers? So she can see magic. Magic. She can see magic. She seemed resistant at least some degree to, to Wanda's powers or at Mm -hmm. least physically resistant when she got like picked up and dropped down like a couple episodes back. Yeah. Um, so there's that she seemed to like absorb those bullets yeah so, she kind so of don't know uh, what that's phased, entirely about like in between phasing them but also slowed them down yeah yeah so it was just kind of right weird. behind her yeah. yeah it was difficult to tell like exactly what it was she was supposed to be doing there well she, I bet she didn't know either yeah <laughs> um, but yeah then we, yeah. Get, we get her stinger uh, where she is beckoned into the movie theater by what turns out to be a scroll. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know on the, the Marvel slate, 
there there is supposed to be something about like the secret wars uh, that's mm-hmm. going to involve the scrolls again um so maybe she'll be involved with that but they uh the the scroll says that a friend of her mother's wants to talk to her in outer space basically um yeah so they could really be like one of three maybe four people um so it could be captain marvel uh, but I don't think it's I don't think it's Danvers just because why would she not just show up on Earth? Yep. She wanted to talk to, to Monica, so that leaves Nick Fury, mm-hmm. the the dude that's played by Ben Mendelsohn. I don't remember his character's name. But that scroll. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, and, and then there I was thought he was on Earth. He I was playing Nick Fury on Earth, but yeah, he was like also far from his, home. But he was also like. They also have access to whatever that space station is that they have. Yeah. So oh, yeah, sorry. yeah. We I guess we don't know how easily he can get up to space. Yeah. To so, that space so, station. So, so it's either so. the Ben Mendelsohn character or the other f- female scroll who's also around, which it seems unlikely. So it's it's probably Ben Mendelsohn or Nick Fury. I yeah. think it's Nick Fury. Yeah, it's he probably seemed Nick pretty Fury. in charge. Yeah, it's probably Nick Fury. Um, so but would they would Nick Fury consider himself a friend of her mother's? So that's the thing. Like they don't really show that, but they definitely knew each other. Yeah. Because I would think the only one who's a friend of her mother's would be uh, Danvers. Danvers, yeah. Yeah, yeah they could have but... become friends in the decades that you know that happened. That's true. If she was going to space while she was, yeah, that's possible. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, we'll, we'll see where that goes, and then to the to the true stinger. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. Mm-hmm. before we get to the stinger, one or two episodes ago, Jimmy Wu was going to bring in an engine. He was going to bring in somebody. Who was that? They, that? That never paid off. I thought that was Darcy, but yeah, it never, it oh, never yeah, paid off. Eight. Yeah, they. It was just like, yeah, nothing ever came of that. So I'm curious about that. Like yeah, the person okay. that did show up was that army woman or, or whatever that that gives her yeah. the vehicle but i didn't know who she was supposed to be so yeah me either mm-hmm. so i don't think that was supposed okay. to be pay off uh yeah they, they make reference to, to like somebody that was gonna like help her out and never really comes to anything yeah. and then sorry one last thing when uh you know when she defeats agatha and everything and she's you know i'm not gonna kill you i'm just gonna basically put you in a basically torture you by keeping you in the neighbor character but she dissolves that realm. So what does that? Where is she? I don't. Uh, I, I don't understand. Is she just like stuck there? Like when she took the whole one division town out, she well, just she sitting there still like manipulate her. She could still manipulate people's minds, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, is that character just sitting there in that town now of New Jersey by herself, just like? Yeah. living that life or whatever and she just yeah. looks like a fucking weirdo like we see people on the streets and that's just her now <laughs> probably yeah well, not to make fun of that situation but i'm just saying like yeah. yeah okay yeah i i was curious to see if he was actually like under the spell fully but you know she's coming back at some oh, point yeah. so yeah mm-hmm. so so then oh, yeah, we, and so the other stinger. So we get the 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 other big stinger at the end, uh, where we see Wanda's has gone off to be alone. Um, she the last thing she tells Agatha is that she's going to learn 
Or maybe that's Demonica, I forget which. Um, she's actually yeah, going to learn Monica. how to use her powers. Mm-hmm. Um, you see her in like some super remote cabin. Um, you know, we, we never will know anymore if, if like what's going on around here is supposed to be real or not. Uh, but yeah, we see her in this cabin. She's like drinking tea or coffee or something. And uh, it's, it's very idyllic and, and peaceful. And then it, it's like Thanos. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The the camera kind of zooms in a little bit. She's in the back room. Very a la uh, Doctor Strange when he's doing like the, the future calculations. Yeah. Uh, just kind of levitating. But reading the dark hole. So she's basically actually projecting herself um, to drink the coffee. Like I was unclear on that much of it. But <laughs> no, She's relaxing her body while her mind is off studying the dark hole. I thought Doctor Strange also had a scene like that when he when he was further along in his training and he was actually doing that. I you know what I have to go see the movie again. Yeah, it's, me too. Because uh, I thought there was a scene similar to that in that movie. But yeah, she's pouring through the dark hole. Um, yeah, nothing really good can come of that. <laughs> like if, if Agents of Shield is is any indication, <laughs> like yeah. like the book, like. It extracts Don't touch tub, it. It's evil. Basically, yeah. It's, uh, you know, Librum Ex Mortis kind of stuff. Uh, the Necronomicon. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah. She could totally be the next big bad. Um, she, they, uber powerful. Like, we get a, get a glimpse of, like, what she's actually capable of beyond, like, just kind of throwing stuff around and messing with people's minds, as we've seen previously. Uh, there doesn't really seem to be like any real limits on what she can do. Uh, mm-hmm. So be curious to see uh, what's going on. You know, I, I do think it's interesting um, the the way Marvel sits now. Uh, like the Thanos, char- like getting super nerdy here. The Thanos character um, was like the undisputed singular ass kicker um, up until. Um, the end of Endgame, um, where you know it, he, Tony Stark and Cap and Thor together can't take him out, but like Wanda shows up and starts beating his ass, and then uh, Danvers shows up and starts beating his ass. So you basically have these two characters that are basically like they have like the Superman problem now in, in the yeah. MCU, which they they've done a good job of avoiding. Um, I think I think for Wanda's character, it, it it's not a worry because yeah she can go crazy she can become the villain, um, so there's interesting outs there. But I, but I am curious uh, again because of all this like how they're going to treat Captain Marvel going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they made her too strong right out of the starting gate. She's yeah yeah. So yeah, she comes into the temper that. she comes into the battle and just disables the ship instantly. Yeah, I mean it's it's fucking rad, but yeah, like if for we're gonna have another movie. Like, how how's this gonna work? Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's, uh, anyway, just larger questions for for the MCU. Um, so yeah, we're we're done with WandaVision. Other than the making of, um, you know, just some some final thoughts for me. Um, I mean, Jeff, you 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 were very much saying it was a slow burn to begin with, um, and I agreed. I I wholly enjoyed all the TV stuff though. Again. Mm-hmm. I, I grew up on all that stuff other than Modern Family really um, and, and well not 
I watched Mac on the Middle, but I wouldn't say I grew up on it. Um, to to get to the final point, um, I overall I really I really liked what was going on here. Um, it didn't it, it never felt cheap, uh, which which is a very real possibility with these things. Um, and and mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to to the next TV series that they that they do, um, and you know hopefully as as is with the movies at least for me the the floor is is really low or really low is really high the floor yeah. is really high on these things so I, I I can go in knowing that I'll enjoy whatever the the thing is um, even if it's not gangbusters coming out of the gate uh, so yeah, yeah um, I don't know how, how did you guys feel overall about the series I loved it from begin to the end all right uh, i liked it a lot so i'd be a little less than love but i still enjoyed it um will i go back and rewatch it again i don't know and if i do i may skip the first few episodes to be honest with you like okay it's fun but nothing happens in those episodes like cool you like you it's mocking and making fun of the shows that we liked as kids but not I don't know. I'd probably watch it again at some point. I'm not even gonna lie. I'll watch it again. But yeah, compared to like Mandalor for me, I know. See, I'm a bigger Mandal Star Wars fan, and I know you're a bigger bigger MCU fan. Like I would go back. I've already have watched Mandalorian seasons <laughs> one and two multiple times. With this, I may at some point, but I don't see the need right away. But I still, I still liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, this would be between a five and a six for me. Um. I think that's how I feel. There it is. There it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, you know, well, there is the making of next week, so we probably almost definitely will not have this, this super long retrospective on WandaVision next week. But, uh, you know, any, any loose thoughts, we can maybe uh, spit those out next week. But is there anything else you wanted to, you, you or Alex want to talk about? Um, regarding uh, the show before we call it a recording here. Yes. Pietro. Was that really the actor's name? Something boner? <laughs> yeah, that ended up being like nothing. I, that was dumb. Yeah, so that, 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 did, that was just like a meta flex, I guess. Uh, so that what guy really didn't have powers? Like, I think that's safe to assume. And nothing yes. ever happened with her cat or her husband Ralph that she kept talking about, or something. Well, the whole time. her husband Ralph is just you know a sitcom joke. I know, but I thought that might turn into something. The same with her cat. Like I was thinking that maybe something eventually, but you know, I know witch has to have a cat, so I guess that makes sense. I don't know. What the? Um, I liked it. I like how they. So the biggest thing is I liked how they brought in non. They brought in MCU characters, but not the big guns, right? There were no Avengers, but they brought in Jimmy. They brought in Darcy. Um, I like that. I think that was cool. More of that stuff. Like, now already I want to go back and watch Thor 2 because of her. I want to go back and watch Ant-Man 2 because of him. Like, I think stuff like that I did enjoy. Oh, man. Um, I, I, want to see a, uh, <laughs> I want to see a series with, uh, with Ant-Man's crew. Like as the security specialist or whatever. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe in what if? Yeah, that'd be cool. So 
After this is Loki, or after oh, after this is Winter Soldier, right? It's Winter Soldier. So uh, a friend of mine uh, was telling me that uh, basically, I, stop me if I if I mentioned this last week, but uh, that that Marvel has something basically every week for the rest of the year. Um, wow, with, cool. with, between the TV shows, the making ofs, and actual movies being released. Like, there'll basically be something. I don't know, maybe for the year, like all the way through the summer and fall. I, I don't know, but they basically they, they got a full slate this year. Like, so, you know, we got the TV shows. Um, so I think after uh, Captain, it's, or sorry, Captain, after Falcon Winter Soldier, it's What If, right? Or Loki, I'm not sure. What If, I think Loki's coming last. Um, okay, so oh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, real quick, uh, it Evan Peters is that actor's real yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, Evan Peters is his real name. Well, why didn't you say something? Oh, I thought you were joking. <laughs> no, it's hard to tell sometimes, Alex. <laughs> I'm, I'm always, oh, I, 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 I always try to do yes and when I can, you know, when I'm thinking about it anyway. Uh, so, uh, so also we're on the real people. That the, did you know the director of all of these episodes? He directed all of the episodes you know what he also directed uh orgasmo no oh match uh two episodes of game of thrones but the connection there is he directed like 40 episodes of it's always sunny in philadelphia oh okay wow he's like one of the most prolific directors of that show i saw he was like kevin smith was interviewing him and uh yeah he was he was always doing Always Sunny. <laughs> and then I don't know if you remember the episode when they go to the water slide park and uh, the, the Game of Thrones <laughs> showrunners are like in that episode as like lifeguards or whatever. And they start talking to him. Oh, that's and cool. They, and they had him do a couple episodes of Game of Thrones. And then just by doing that caught Kevin Feige's attention and they called him in to do this. That's right. So, didn't, didn't Mac show cool. up as like... On Game of Thrones, yeah, I think so. Oh. Like they're 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 buddies. Like they're really good friends. Uh, okay, Rob, whatever his name, Robert Kilroy and the David Weiss and Benioff or whatever. So yeah, um, fun fact. <laughs> the uh, the person who did the score for this show was also the one that did the score for Edge of Tomorrow. There we go. Yeah, cool. For, for no really are full circle. Edge of tomorrow, edge of tomorrow, WandaVision, WandaVision. So, so, so we got all the shows, um, and then, yeah, Black Widow, uh, Shang-Chi, um, Eternals, and another, what other movie? I forget. I don't think Doctor Strange is coming this year, so it's... Yeah. Um, certainly not well, Captain Marvel. But anyway, so I heard a lot of movie theaters are opened up in New York, or opened up, or are opening up in New York. Hmm. So, so we'll get see. your COVID while it lasts. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So, All right. Let's end this thing. Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. So let's end it while, while we're still under. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that means. All right. Let's we're just getting it now. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be excellent to each other. Bye.
We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast. Say something. Hello, testing one two. Toast. What the fuck? Toast. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> what? I'm getting another Skype call. What the fuck was that? <laughs> there you go, Alex. <laughs> All right, can you hear me now? Hello. Yes. Yeah. yeah you <laughs> oh, what are you guys laughing at? <laughs>